0: know, as a, as a CEO or as an entrepreneur, you know, your goal is to kind of be authentic to yourself. You know, if you're stepping out into the space and stepping into, stepping onto your platform, let's say, and you're not attaching to that authentic version of yourself, you're going to be able to be seen through pretty quickly. And chances are your community is not going to support you, right?
1: Hello,
2: hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast, and we're doing something a little bit different this year with some of our episodes. We're repurposing some of our favorite episodes around specific topics related to entrepreneurship. This month, we're focusing on entrepreneurship and community, us, we, our together, and we're going to look at entrepreneurship and industries and different types of entrepreneurship and ultimately what that really means. But we're also going to delve deeper into the importance of community networking, niche communities, and how that supports being being a CEO, entrepreneur, and business owner. So sit back and enjoy these special episodes around entrepreneurship and community. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Karen Plummer of CP Yoga. Karen, it's great to have you on the show.
0: Thank you. It's good to be here.
2: Yes, super excited to have you on. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Karen so you can hear about some of the awesome things that she's doing. And gratitude, service, and the importance of community is what drives and inspires Karen of CP Yoga. Her vision was to create a welcoming space for all people to explore their physical and mental well-being through the power of movement while intentionally giving back to the community through fundraising and campaign awareness. Over the course of 2021, she and her community raised $8,000, worked with 11 different organizations, serving. 11 different causes. She has grown her community and following from three to 90 unique members, all motivated to make a difference and impact on the community that surrounds around them. Karen, super excited again to have you on the show and even more excited about the work that you do. Are you ready to speak to the i CEO community?
0: I am. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Let's
2: make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I know I touched it a little bit, but I wanted to rewind the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story
0: yeah, that's beautiful. Also, as you read my bio, it just like made me <laughs> I don't know move. It has been such an incredible journey. I you know have been teaching yoga in the washington, d c area for six plus years, primarily in and out of studio spaces, and then obviously the pandemic hit, which kind of gave us all a different lens to look through. Uh, and one of the things that I immediately realized was that yoga was so much more than just a practice for myself. It was a practice that helped draw people together as a community. And during the pandemic, early stage, community was like the one thing we were all missing. We were all experiencing one and the same, but we really weren't able to come together and really share that experience together. So I started CP Yoga as a means of moving my own body, connecting with other people, and then saw the opportunity to use it as a platform to help us kind of give back to the community. People wanted to be active. They were engaged. They wanted to make a difference And this was a good place to to start, I guess. And then when you think about journey and and kind of community, we think about like CP Yoga as, you know, its it's journey started as just giving people a place to practice and then realizing that people wanted to actually pay me money to teach them virtually. And I've been incredibly blessed to have been employed from a nine to five, um, you know, in a separate space, which is tech sales. And I didn't feel compelled to take people's money to be able to give them the opportunity to move. So what I did was realize that like, there's a place here for us to fundraise for important organizations, local organizations, and a means of helping better the community that we're all going to step back out into once the pandemic was over, which we have, but there's still a lot of need that exists out there. So great opportunity to get people motivated to actually make uh, donations and become more consciously aware of some of the, you know, social issues and some of the, you know, bigger issues that plague our city and need our support.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I I truly believe is like at the essence of entrepreneurship is being able to, you know, see a problem and and create that solution and do it, especially I always say like in your own lane, in your own way.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. I think, you know, as a, as a CEO or as an entrepreneur, you know, your goal is to kind of be authentic to yourself. You know, if you're stepping out into the space and stepping into, you know, stepping onto your platform, let's say, and you're not attaching to that authentic version of yourself, you're going to be able to be seen through pretty quickly. And chances are your community is not going to support you, right? So I've had to be incredibly vulnerable. I've had to share a lot of really personal things about myself to help build this community and to help continue to get people inspired by what it is that I'm bringing to the table each month. And I really do lean on understanding kind of what is either happening from a current current events perspective, what is near and dear to myself and, and kind of what I believe my... Most authentic self can be when I'm bringing these organizations to the forefront of my of my platform. But I think you can't you can't do what you do. You can't be an entrepreneur unless you're true to yourself. So staying in your lane is is important. You know, I'm not going to step out and try to you know be a videographer or you know be I know some type of like a political force. That's not me. What I'm what I do is inspire people through movement and I encourage people through you know intentionality. So like that comes direct and hand in hand with yoga. And it's been a really, really incredible journey so far to be able to, to do that and to see people's lives, just the organizations, but even the groups that I'm working with, people become more consciously aware of the things they're really passionate about has been really, really rewarding.
2: I wanted to drill down a little bit more. I know we touched a little bit upon CP Yoga and how you're serving your clients. Could you take us through a little bit more on what that looks like and, and, and how you're serving the clients you work with?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So today the way that CP Yoga is structured is that I identify a different organization each month that sort of resonates with me, resonates with the community. So, you know, I'll give an example. Last month was January, the first month of the year. And I actually lost my father to COVID in December, which, you know, it's a lot of families have gone through this. It's something I'm kind of processing, but he was an avid golfer. Really, really believed that golf had the capability of teaching us a lot of lessons. So I can just tell you how many times I've been on a golf course and how many swings I've taken. And honestly, great. <laughs> I don't play golf now, but I definitely learned some etiquette and all that good stuff while I was out on the course. But because he was such an avid golfer and because this was so personal to me and really authentic to myself, you know, we paired up with First TDC, which is an organization that is focused on empowering youth through the game of golf. Golf is an expensive sport. It's not something that everyone has access to but it's something that has gained its popularity and notoriety through really impressive athletes you know that are out there and this is a means of helping enable those kids to have that opportunity to to know play the game of golf so again incredibly authentic to me having to be very vulnerable having to share you know what I did I reached out to the organization and we ended up partnering together by way of an event that took place on the 30th of January and we've raised for that event like $5000 and I know that that is single event and it is very personal and I'm sure that's part of the reason why but basically all of the money that comes from the registration fees which I work directly with an organization called moxie they are here in the DMV helping kind of give a platform for instructors I work directly with them to secure the space and then I do all the marketing all of the you know social pushes all that good stuff to draw people in.
2: Speaking of your own way, what I want to ask you now for was what I like to call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself, the organization or combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think what sets me apart and makes me unique is my journey, like how I've got to where I am today for a little bit more context. Of course, if you do end up on my website ever after listening to this, you'll see this all in its fullest form. But what yoga was able to do for me is able to create a space where I did feel more empowered, more in control, be able to address some of my emotions, grief, et cetera. And I think because of my attachment to it, what I knew it could do for me, I was able to, two weeks into the shutdown or lockdown, two weeks into that, I was able to say, oh, we're all going to need this, right? And... I had already been vulnerable. I've been vulnerable. I believe in vulnerability as as a guiding light, right? Like we should all just allow ourselves to feel and be more sensitive and more available to our emotions. And, you know, I turned on my, (laughs) my Instagram live one day and I was like, let's see, (laughs) no one will come. It's fine. And what I saw is that a lot of people were coming and a lot of people were experiencing similar feelings of stress, grief, emotional distress. And so I think it's it's understanding kind of what drives you and understanding how this one thing, whatever it is that you're passionate about, kind of helps ground you. And then understanding that it's likely that other people feel the same way. And so I think for me, it's my life experience that kind of is my special sauce that has allowed me to continue to show up for not just my community, but to show up for, you know, individuals and to, to show up in just a very authentic way. And I know I've already used the word authentic and vulnerable so many times, but if we're talking about ingredients that kind of make up that sauce, it's life experience, vulnerability, and authenticity that has kind of gotten to me where I am today. And I, you know, I don't think that there's anything else that I can kind of suggest as like the reason why we're here today. other than been that and, and just love and support from the community that's around me.
2: Definitely appreciate you for being able to do that and remind us of how important that is. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have. But what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: Yeah. So what makes me more effective and efficient, I think, is just blocking off time. I'm like a a time blocker and blocking off time thoughtfully as it relates to some of the mini goals that I set for myself. So I... I think anybody can do this. Every month I sit down and I say, okay, here's what I want to accomplish for myself this month. And it could be personal, business, whatever. Typically it's it's a combo of personal and business. And it's not my nine to five business, right? Like not what I do to pay, pay the rent in DC, but it's usually related to how I can grow as a, as a yoga instructor, how I can grow as somebody that's like continuing to run their own business. And that mini goal usually like feeds into that. So one of the things that I do is I spend time writing down my goals. Right. We talked about this. And I make it a single like I make it a mini goal. So it's not something that's gonna like change the world, but it's something that is small enough that it can become a habit. And I think the mini goals that create habit forming behaviors are ultimately like what has helped me, you know, be more effective and efficient with with my time, basically. Cause that's the one thing like having a job (laughs) teaching (laughs) and then also running this business it's hard like it's a lot you know i'm not saying anything that people don't know if you have any hustles at all side hustles hustle one or many like you know there's only so much a lot of time that you have in a day so however you can figure out a way to really effectively use that in an impactful way so that you're able to achieve what should become habitual to you that to me is key
2: Yeah, that's huge. And I I love that being able to kind of, you know, set those mini goals and those mini goals help you to align with those habits that you'll have. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. I like to say it might be something if you were to hop into a time machine that you would tell your younger business. self.
0: yeah, I would say that if you have something that is weighing on your heart, if you feel something so powerfully, you should listen to it, right? I think oftentimes we get to a space where we create self-doubt. We kind of discredit like our, the things that come to us, right? And the things that come to you from an intuition perspective or the things that come to you in your sleep or the visions that you have for yourself, you know, it's very easy to dismiss them because they don't seem tangible and they don't seem real. And you know, what I was thinking and wanting to do, if I had not vocalized that appropriately at the right time. I might not be doing what I'm doing right now. So if something is weighing on your heart and you feel as if it's something that you would be fulfilled by doing, do it. Like Don't hesitate. Don't offer yourself the ability to talk yourself out of it. Give yourself the grace to listen to it because oftentimes our intuition is is a great guide, right? Especially if it's something that comes to you more than one time. It's so easy just to say, (laughs) no, nope. <laughs> I don't know. Why, why am I thinking about that? And I go, I must have, you know, ADD or no, like these are things that are coming to you for a reason. Listen to that. You can call it the universe speaking to you. You can call it Holy Spirit speaking you. you can call it whatever you want, but that thing that way it comes, keeps coming to your heart. Listen to it. Don't let yourself kind of talk yourself out of your own path, your own journey.
2: Absolutely appreciate that. And I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Karen, what does being a CEO mean to you?
0: Being a CEO to me means being a leader and being an inspired, like somebody that can inspire for whatever purpose, right? I don't expect everybody to be able to do the things that I do because that's what makes me unique. But I do think it's just giving people the opportunity to be inspired and the opportunity to lead them in some way or another. I, the word leader is, is tough because sometimes it gets, again, pulled to the wrong connotations. I'm not here to tell anybody what to do. I'm here to guide people essentially. and That's always been my nature is being able to put myself out there to guide them into a space of inspiration. So that's how I would define <laughs> being a CEO. I think the yoga in me is like, oh, I'm just, I'm a voice and here to, <laughs> to inspire. So that's all I can do
2: truly appreciate that. Of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on.
0: So you can follow cpyoga.fitness on Instagram or you can look at my personal page the world of yoga teachers we cross over unfortunately or fortunately who I am as I teach is who I am as a human so that is just care underscore plumber on Instagram otherwise you can check out my website which is cpyoga.fitness
2: appreciate you for your work your time and I hope you have a phenomenal day.
0: yep you too thank you
1: thank you for listening to the I am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. Imceo CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Check out the latest and greatest apps, books, and habits to level up your business at ceohacks.co. This has been the ImCEO CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.